Joining me right now on Kumite TV is surging welterweight powerhouse Devin Smith. What's going on, Devin? What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, good, man. Uh, let's start off uh, with getting to know you. You know what I mean? Who is Devin Smith? You know, where did you grow up? Talk about your upbringing and uh, your sporting background. Oh, uh, man. You know, I started, uh, I started, I grew up in Madison, Michigan. You know, I started training. Um, started training when I was 10 years old, about 10 years old. I had my first fight when I was 14 years old. Uh, I fought a dude that was uh, 10 years older than me. Um, I went 15 and 0 as an amateur. I'm 9 and 1 as a pro now. Um, I went Dana White's contender series, you know, uh, looking to get my UFC contract, you know. So, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's go back to that, uh, your first fight when you were 14, you know, uh, talk about that experience of fighting someone that is an adult and you're still a, a, basically a kid. Yeah. You know, it was, I was definitely nervous. You know, it was definitely, uh, I didn't like, I didn't want to get like manhandled or something, but, um, you know, but I had confidence in my, I had confidence in my coaching, you know, that's sort of where my, uh, my fight name had came from too, is the prodigy, you know, um, because I've been beating people up since I was 14 years old. You know, um, I was young. I was the youngest, you know, in the in the in the game in the state doing it. You know, um, and I continue to do it to this day. You know, so I guess it just stuck. You know, um, and I like the name. I even got it tatted on my shin. You know, uh, so I never forget where I came from. You know, uh, I've came a long way, man. You know, I still I watched the video of that fight just the other day, and it was I was like, wow. You know, it's it's it's, it's a it was. Uh, I've came a long way, man. So it's definitely, it's definitely something to watch. One of my first fights and watch one of my current fights now, just to see the progression, you know, in the skill and in the confidence, you know, and and because uh, all I did when I was young, man, all I did was wrestle, man. That's all I did. That's all I knew how to do was wrestle. I slammed people down. I threw a couple punches here and there. Once I got on top, then it was game over, though, because you weren't gonna get up regardless whether I was 14 or not. I was a fucking, I was a freaking monkey. Sorry for my, I didn't know. I, I, I don't, can I curse on here? I can't curse on here. Yeah, yeah, know. it's all good, man. Internets. Okay, all right, cool. But yeah, I didn't know what I was doing and, you know, just trying to do the best I could. At that age, you know, you getting punched in the face is not something that most kids experience. So when you stepped into the cage for the first time and someone started punching you in the face, what was your first reaction? Were you, you know, some people would react in a negative way and be like, hey, man, this is not for me. But, you know, you kept going. Yeah, you know, um, and that was the thing about it. I didn't get hit that much. You know, um, uh, when I started training, I learned how to not get hit before I learned how to hit people. You know, so I didn't really, I say in my 15 fights, I probably got hit a good five, 10 times in, in those fights, you know, which is, you know, not very much. You know, um, I, my head movement was really good. And times that I did get hit, they were sort of grazing punches and maybe like grazed my, my top of my head or my chin or something like that, you know, and, um, you know, but. You know, when I look back on my amateur career, I wish I would have uh, gone through a couple of wars as an amateur. So when I turned pro, I could have known what that was like. You know what I'm saying? So it took me a while to adjust to pro fights because I blew through everybody. I think I went out the first round like one time in my entire amateur career. And that one went to the second round or third round. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so that's one thing that I look back on that I wish could have you know, got a little bit better, that would have went better. But, you know, I'm happy with the way things went, especially as an amateur. I was 15 and I was, you know, um, me and my teammates are two of the winningest amateurs in this state, you know. So, you know, we're good, man. I'm happy. Yeah, definitely uh, impressive, impressive amateur record. 
you went pro but you know you had a hiccup in your first fight you dropped a decision mm -hmm. you know after that fight what adjustments did you have to make to allow yourself to knock off nine in a row man you know it was uh it was definitely humbling you know and i still think to this day i won that fight you know um but it is what it is i didn't fight my best i wasn't in shape i didn't do what i was supposed to do i wasn't i didn't take anything seriously because my head was too big you know i was like 15 and 0 and i was ranked number one in the state and i was fighting the number two ranked in the state and um you know i was like this and this or like amateur in the state and everything and we were making our pro debuts which was stupid to do i don't know why we did that but it was stupid but um like i said i got all respect to marco you know he beat me that's cool you know um i don't think he really did but he got the decision and you know, it is what it is. You know, and I tried to fight Marco again multiple times. And it just never worked out. So that is what it is. All respect to Marco. I hope he, you know, makes it to where I'm at now. So going through that experience, you know, like kind of getting screwed by the judges in a way. And then, you know, getting, I guess, get eating up your own hype, you know, and stuff like that. How beneficial will that be for you in the future when you do go to the UFC and you go to the higher levels and, and the hype is going to be big? You know, I just learned, I learned from like a young age, don't leave it in the judge's hands. You know, because um, a lot of the times they've never fought before. A lot of the times they've never been in the cage before. You know, a lot of the times they don't know really what the fuck they're talking about. You know, they're just going off criteria or stuff like that. So don't leave it to the judges. Don't leave it to people to call a fight who don't know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Period. So I get in there. I, you know, um, I do what I got to do. I win hard. Gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta give it my all. Gotta go everything out there, and if he just happens to not go away in three rounds or five rounds, then I just hope to God that the judges don't say page to me, you know, and that's it. And if they're not, then I have, I only have me to blame, you know, because that's my fault for letting it go that far. Last March, you captured the Total Warrior Combat Middleweight Title. Take me through that fight and your thoughts on the performance you had. You know, we started out. Um, all respect to Rocky, by the way. Rocky's such a good guy. I don't think I met a, a, a nicer guy. Um, but we started out, you know, threw a couple leg kicks just to get my distance down. Um, threw a couple jabs out there. I threw a kick and I missed. Um, my foot slipped out from under me and I missed. Um, and it went over his head. And he sort of came at me and everything like this. And we chilled on the cage for a little bit. And I threw some knees. I put him up against the cage. Threw some knees. And that wasn't the game plan. I remember the game plan was to keep it standing at all costs because his jits is pretty slick. Um, so keep it standing. I know I'm way better than I was on, on the feet. This and this. Um, you know, and my first combination, I threw a little uh, uh, little lazy jab and fired a two down the middle. And, you know, that, that was all she wrote. You know, I landed that on his chin or uh, on his chin and that put him down. And, uh, you know, that was it. And I sort of smelt blood from there and had to get him out of there. You know, so like I said, I don't like spending too much time in that cage. Once I get in there, I really want to get out of there. Boom, get him out of there and, you know, get my hand raised, get paid and keep keep move, keep going on with my life. Do you think that your ground and pound is probably the most dangerous aspect of your game? I think it can be. But it depends. You know, I don't I don't really like to think that I like to think I'm a well-rounded fighter. You know, I like to think that, uh, you know, whatever I have to do to win, I can do. If I had to put somebody to sleep with my submissions, I can take them down and do that. If I... They're pretty good at jits. I'll keep them standing, and I'll put them away with my hands or my feet. And I think my teammates will say my kicks are probably my best my best attribute that I have. Um, you know, I kick hard, very hard. You know, uh, 
you know, and that's uh, there's some. But if I gotta take somebody down, I gotta beat them up like that. Cool. They taller than me, and that's what I gotta do. Or they're bigger than me, then I gotta take them down and and take away that aspect of their game, and that's cool. You know, that's what I gotta do. But I'm trying to win. Whatever I gotta do to win, that's what I'll do. And I'm confident in my my ability to to uh, go to all areas of the game. You know. When did you find out that you were lined up for the contender series? Um, in May. In May, yeah, I found out I was actually up. I was actually up. Um, I was uh, I was up cornering one of my one of my teammates, Antoine, and uh, Rashad called me. Rashad Evans is my godfather, and he gave me a call and and um, he said, "Dev, like you've been working hard. You and your, you know me and Joaquin, my coach, um, have been working hard to try to get you there. And I just want to just let you know that you know uh, it was actually it was actually supposed to be August sixth." I was supposed to be on the show, but it's August 13th. And I got pushed back a day because we couldn't find nobody for me to fight. But uh, it was actually had a, somebody pulled out or something like that against Brock. And um, I said, run it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a great fight for me. You know, uh, perfect matchup for me. You know, it's a good fight. So, um, so, so we moved back a day. But, yeah, I found out in, like, May. Um, and it was hard not being able to tell nobody. You know, I, I told my mom, obviously, but. You know, so my mom and my coach obviously knew he was on the phone and shit, but that's it. I ain't really telling nobody else. And it was hard, man, because I just wanted to let everybody know, like, ha, like, I wanted, like, to give a middle finger to all the haters. And I wanted to, you know, tell everybody that loves me and has always supported me, like, like this is dope, you know, and this is what I want to do and all this. And, but, you know, it was good. We were able to keep it a secret for, you know, quite a while. And when it came out, man, it blew up. Everybody was, and I was surprised, you know, it was a lot, it was a lot of people that, I thought was going to hate on me that didn't hate, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of support that came from, it was a lot, I had a lot of support that came out of Michigan and came out of everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, so I'm happy, man. I'm excited. You know, and I'm blessed, you know, I'm blessed to be able to fight on such a big stage and, and for opportunity to fight on an even bigger stage. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Brock Weaver, man. uh, He's a no name. You know, what do you think of his style of fighting? I think he comes forward too much. I, I anticipate he will not against me because um, if he's smart, he watched film on me. Um, and that's a dumb thing to do when you're fighting me is to come forward, come forward, come forward. Um, he's a nice little counter striker. Um, that's also, he probably shouldn't do that either. Um, you know, um, cause I'm a counter striker sometimes when I need to be. And um, the worst knockouts come from a counter being countered. Um, you know, and he can't wrestle. That's the thing that I know I have upper hand against him. You better be working on his wrestling because if all else fails, I know I can, I can, I'll take him down whenever I want to. Um, he usually fights at 55. He's kind of small. I just, I just seen him the other day, actually. He's, he's kind of small. But like I said, it's all respect to him, man. It's all respect. And this, you know, it ain't personal. It's just business, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just business. You know, I've been through a lot in my life. And to have, you know, a Brock Weaver standing my way is, you know, it's unacceptable. You know, so. You know, got to do what I got to do. I'm sure he'll be back. You know, I'm sure he'll be able to um, to fight again and fight on and, you know, do what he got to do. And maybe he'll get there some other way, but he's not going to be able to get there going through me, you know. So but I'm excited. It's going to be a good fight for me. In your preparations, you know, who are the coaches that surround you and, and, and mold you right now into the fighter that you are that you need to be to win this fight? No, oh, definitely Joaquin Rodriguez. Oh, my gosh. Joaquin Rodriguez has been there from – 
the get-go. Been there from the from the jump since I was. He started training me when I was 14, 15 years old. Um, right when I had my first fight, he started training me and started getting me to the point where I'm at, where I am right now. So I owe a lot of that to to Joaquin. You know, he's always been there. Um, Rashad, Rashad has definitely helped me a lot. Um, all my teammates. You know, I got Mike Gilmore out here with me right now, um, helping me out with the contender series, helping me out with training and doing all the media stuff and. Um, we got man, we got a whole bunch of people. I got Daquan, Charlie Lamson, Mo Williams, Antoine Blassingame, Mike Gilmore. Um, uh, we got a whole we got a whole bunch of people, man. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody right now, and I'm sure I'm gonna hear something about it, you know. But um, I got my teammate, and my team is the best in the state. Now we're probably the best in the Midwest. Um, you know, it, it, it's just we just gotta get recognized. I said Daquan, right? Daquan Townsend, yeah, Daquan, him too. Mm-hmm. Um, he also just got signed to UFC, so like I said, like props to Daquan. Um, you know, um, a lot of people, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I got a great team behind me. I have a great uh, support system with me. You know, um, great teammates, great coaches. Now it's just up to me. Man. I got to do what I do. That's it. Have you made any changes in the lead up to this opportunity in Las Vegas? Not really. Nope. I've sort of. Um, I'm very unpredictable, you know, as a lot of people have told me, I'm very unpredictable. And, and that's how I'd like to keep it. Um, I might come out and be a straight wrestler. I might come out and be a kickboxer. I might come out and tear your legs apart like a Muay Thai, a Muay Thai fighter. I might, you know, do whatever it is. I might kick you in the face like a karate guy, you know, whoever it was. Um, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's it's just crazy that, you um, Whatever I want to do, whatever I feel like is more ne- is most necessary to win the fight, that's what I'll do. You know, and um, so has anything changed? No. I'm going to continue to do me, and that's what's going to give me my contract. All right, you go there, you know, on August 13th. You get the, you get your work in. You get the contract. You enter the welterweight division. What separates you from everybody else? I feel like I'll be one of the quickest in the division, one of the most explosive in the division. And my ability to come in and get back out really quick um and i'm well-rounded you know i need a little bit of work on my jits game which i'm aware of you know but as not i'm not saying my jits game is trash either i'll still put somebody to sleep and i'll still submit somebody um you know but i need some work there's levels and i need i need all my game needs work you know and i'm, I'm everlasting improvement is my is my basis you know i want to continue getting better every single day every single practice every single training session every single uh, strength conditioning session every single stuff like that you know um i want to continue to get better and work my best to be just where Rashad was last weekend, man, getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, you know, doing something great. And I, I, I thoroughly believe that I will someday. You know, um, it's just a process, and I trust it. So, Well, everything starts, man. August 13th, Dana White's Contender Series, Las Vegas. Thank you, Devin, for your time, man, and I appreciate it. And good luck on your future and everything that you have, you know, coming up. Hey, man, thank you very much. I appreciate you.